At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Sowing the seeds of cannabis and sounding the praise of our favorite plants, it's time to hemp resent. Our radio resident Hempo Sapien, Vivian McPeak, will present a weekly platform for guests and listeners to hemp present about hemp and cannabis from the legal, activist, and reformist route. Let's round up and roll it up for our headmaster of hemp, Vivian McPeak. Welcome to the Hemp Present Resistance, the weekly radio podcast where you can get your PhD in THC because you don't just want to burn it, you want to learn it. Seeking to defeat the alternative facts of prohibition one interview at a time and advocating for the plant, the whole plant and nothing but the plant. Join me for a weekly reefer radio rebellion against prohibition as I speak with some of the principal risk takers, movers and shakers and history makers of the cannabis industry, culture, reform movement and beyond. I'm your host Vivian McPeak. I am the executive director of the world's largest annual cannabis policy reform event the Seattle Hemp Fest. In its 27th year, found at hempfest.org. I'm also the author of the book Protestable, a 20-year retrospective of Seattle Hemp Fest from AHA Publishing, also found at hempfest.org. Today's guest on Hemp Present is David Borden, founder of DRCNet Foundation, formerly known, uh, commonly known as StopTheDrugWar.org, who joins me in about one minute. As bad as our criminal justice system might be for those accused of drug crimes, we here in the United States enjoy some constitutional rights that have survived the ravages of prohibition. But the citizens of many nations have almost no rights, and since the United States played such a central role in advancing the global war on drugs, Americans may have a responsibility to remain informed, engaged, and active in advocating for global human rights, judicial fairness, and sane, humane drug laws. And now that multiple American states have moved to legalize cannabis, violating international treaties in the process, there's even more reason for the U.S. to lead the charge in introducing a harm reduction model to the world in place of these immoral and unsustainable drug policies that are, frankly, counterproductive. Here in the United States, you know, the land of the free, we have created the world's largest prison population and it is disproportionately comprised of people of color. A trillion U.S. taxpayer dollars plus have been spent to enforce the iron fist 
of prohibition, leaving federal and state budgets strained. Has that money all just been squandered? What have taxpayers received for our investment? The worst opioid overdose epidemic in history, cheap, affordable drugs on the streets, and as I mentioned, the number one prison population anywhere. And in other parts of the world, the war on drugs has created opportunity for black market institutions to exploit the demand for drugs to fund violence and extremism in other regions, leaving some trafficking organizations more wealthy and powerful than the government institutions charged with policing them. Torture, public execution, beheadings, and the targeting of journalists have become commonplace in several societies, all generated by the catastrophic war on drugs. The majority of domestic organizations working on drug policy and criminal justice reform are nationally focused, but some organizations also fight the injustice being meted out by prohibitionist policies all over the planet, and my guest today leads one of those organizations. StopTheDrugWar.org was founded by David Borden in 1993 as the Drug Reform Coordination Network, or DRCNet. The pioneer organization for online activism and drug policy reform during the early days of the commercial internet. Since its inception, the organization has staked out a clear and unambiguous stance in favor of ending drug prohibition outright. In addition to being the executive director of StopTheDrugWar.org, David Borden is also a member of the boards of directors of Common Sense for Drug Policy and Flex Your Rights Foundation and of the Students for Sensible Drug Policy Council of Advisors, where he is the namesake of the annual David Borden Friend of SSDP Award. Welcome, David, to Cannabis Radio. Oh, thanks for having me. My pleasure. Let's start off with how and why did DRCNet, a.k.a. StopTheDrugWar.org, come into being? What, what drove you to take these issues on in such an aggressive, high-profile fashion? Well, you know, during uh, several years from when I got out of college, I came to feel more and more that I wanted to uh, save the world or I do my part in it. And uh, in uh, reading about lots of different issues, uh, how drug policy kept jumping out at me. Uh, I just I kept encountering one disaster after another caused or uh, made worse by uh, our drug loss. And, uh, and so uh, I had a sense early on of the potential for organizing on the internet and I uh, started the list. Uh, and um, a short time later, funding happened to become available in the field. And so I was in a good position to uh, uh, to receive some of it. And I've been doing this ever since. You might say that, that your timing was impeccable because it was when there was gr- a lot of growing interest in the same uh, same kind of, of subject, I would imagine. Uh, David, obviously the social impact of drug abuse is very costly in terms of human lives, public health, state and federal budgets. Uh, you see enforcement as having a role in better drug policy, but not the central role. Can you describe briefly the regulation, health and social program model that your organization advocates in place of current drug policy? Well, we haven't uh, staked out a position in favor of one specific model. You know, I think uh, we would do well to uh, experiment with different options. Uh, to some extent, that's happening right now with, with cannabis. Um, you know, uh, there have been um, ideas worth considering uh, put out by uh, thinkers over the uh, years. Uh, one of them, uh, Judge uh, James P. Gray uh, has talked about is that uh, addictive drugs would be uh, sold uh, from pharmacies um, without a prescription uh, in uh, uh, single dose uh, uh, packages with boring brown paper wrappers and uh, 
uh, a number, an 800 number to call uh, for help. Uh, if he's still talking about that, he probably uh, uh, probably uh, would would run a website. Uh, there's another uh, model, um, the late uh, state senator Joseph Caliber from New York, who uh, represented an inner city community. He uh, uh, he wanted to have um, uh, separate stores for uh, hard drugs, um, and then uh, allow marijuana sales from uh, what are now liquor stores. And as well as to restrict cigarette sales to liquor stores, uh, so there are there are all different, uh, various different ways that can be, be thought about. And uh, what's going to be the best uh, is a complicated subject, uh, one for research, and it uh, might not be the same place in uh, in Washington State as it is here in Washington D.C. So basically, should all drugs just be legalized over the counter in some way? Uh, you know, we favor uh, legalizing all drugs. Uh, referring to the last question, um, uh, you know, I think they should be uh, regulated and have uh, helpful programs associated with them, as opposed to uh, just legalizing them, which uh, some people um, incorrectly uh, react to as meaning, uh, you know, a free for all. Right. Are there any other countries, in your opinion, that have significantly better general models? Uh, for sure. Uh, I was just part of a, uh, a trip organized by the Drug Policy Alliance to uh, Lisbon, Portugal, where we uh, got to meet with organizations, uh, NGO people, and government officials to learn about the decriminalization system there. Uh, and, uh, you, know, you know, it doesn't, uh, in some ways, it doesn't go as far as the U.S., uh, you know, cannabis has not been uh, legalized. Uh, they, uh, the government doesn't really want to be on the cutting edge of another part of drug policy, having already been on the cutting edge of uh, what they're doing. But uh, it's it's a huge improvement. Uh, it's a compassionate approach. Uh, users and addicts are not criminals, and they're they're not treated that way. Czech Republic also has decriminalization. Uh, there are a number of countries. Uh, in Europe and now Canada that offer uh, a heroin maintenance programs for uh, people who are addicted to that substance and who have tried and failed with uh, the substitutes like uh, methadone or buprenorphine. That's a big improvement. Not quite legalization, but uh, it's legal for the people who are in the programs and uh, uh, been uh, extremely helpful to them, and in particular uh, in avoiding uh, uh, overdoses or other health incidents. Um, uh, so, you know, and of course, Canada is getting ready to do legalization. Uruguay has a version of it. Uh, so, um, uh, yeah, there are definitely um, better places to look than, uh, than the U.S. in most areas of drug policy and criminal justice. Speaking of improvements. Report, by the way, the Dutch are closing down prisons at an impressive pace. Speaking of improvements, in your opinion, were we making any advances under the Obama administration in terms of drug policy? And do you have any prognosis for the state of affairs under this current Trump administration? You know, well, you know, people, when people ask me how it's going, I always used to say, uh, well, it's the best and worst of times. Now I kind of think of it as uh, the worst and best of times. <laughs> uh, the, Trump, the Trump administration is uh, our enemy. Um, very little good coming out from it in drug policy. Uh, they're trying to uh, 
push things back in uh, a very barbaric direction. The president himself has called for the, the death penalty uh, for drug offenses, and the attorney general uh, put out a, uh, a notice saying prosecutors should uh, uh, should uh, make use of the um, death penalty we have um, for some classes of, uh, of drug crimes, but they've never been used. Um, might be this conflicting jurisprudence on whether they're uh, even constitutional. Um, uh, so uh, it's really bad. You know, I'm hoping that uh, um, criminal justice reform will survive. Uh, most Republicans, even by now, uh, uh, want to move away from uh, uh, a uh, long prison sentences and uh, and uh, you know drug policy that relies primarily on them. On the other hand, if uh, if politics and economics change and uh, the budget is no longer an issue, it becomes easier to spend money again, particularly at the state level. Um, that almost worries me more than the Trump administration as far as um, criminal justice. Marijuana right. policy, I, I'm cautiously optimistic. I'll cautiously say it, it seems like it's just going to move forward. It's a question of how many people will be hurt. You know, but one never knows. Uh, we should be very concerned about the Trump administration. And uh, um, in case we have any listeners who uh, think of themselves as, as Trump reporters, I'd urge them to reconsider. Uh, Trump is our enemy. I was very surprised yesterday to read an article that saying that Jared Kushner has been aggressively promoting prison reform, and it was very counterintuitive to uh, to, to what we know. Um, this yeah. is that this is that time where we take our first pause for the cause because there's applause and laws. Your word from our sponsors, advertisers. Don't go anywhere. We're going to come back with our second segment with David Borden. Time to roll out for the people that let us have present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Introducing 420 Cloud, ignited by MSIG, one of the fastest growing social apps around. The only app you'll need for all things cannabis. Find the latest cannabis news, videos, and stories, ranging from business and tech to sports and medicine. Start your career in cannabis by seeking, identifying, and applying for jobs through our expansive listings. For businesses, 420cloud.com features a full-scale cross-channel network, monetizing high traffic for big data conversion and analytics. Download 420 Cloud now from the iTunes Store or Google Play. MSIG.com is a publicly listed company on the OTC, symbol MCIG. At Alternative Vibes, our core values of quality, loyalty, respect, and honesty guides us in our mission to help families find peace and harmony through our products and services. Whether you are looking for a more natural way of living, shopping for essential oils, topicals, and edibles, or searching for a path towards achieving your goals, we are your choice. Learn more about our complete line of natural products and solutions at AlternativeVibes.com. Bringing quality of living to life. AlternativeVibes.com. Cannabis concentrates have been around for thousands of years. In 19th century America, extracts mixed with other herbs were sold as a miracle cure. Now, Apex Supercritical has elevated the science of extraction into the 21st century. Apex Supercritical is the leader in CO2 extraction, which is the cleanest, safest, and purest way to extract plant oils. ROI in as little as three weeks. Our cost-effective systems are fully automated with an industry-leading three-year warranty. And if we don't have your system in stock, we can build one 
one in as little as four weeks. Bringing CO2 extraction to the masses. Learn more at apeksupercritical.com. Four-week build excludes high production systems. We're back to Hemp Present, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. And I'm back with David Borden from drcnet.org. Um, David, in 2014, DRCNet began work related to the April 2016 UN General Assembly, Assembly Special Session on the World Drug Problem on Gas, organizing a coalition of hundreds of non-governmental organizations as well as some businesses, calling for a human rights-based approach to global drug policy. What can you report on those efforts? Well, uh, yeah, the UNGAS was uh, a big... Um, mess in more ways than one. Um, uh, it was almost impossible to move around the building. Lots of people who traveled there. Um, you know, uh, just big problems with access. Uh, it was absurd. Um, but uh, that's uh, a bit of a digression. In terms of policy, there was some incremental progress in the young gas. Uh, I, I think arguably the most significant thing to happen was the increase in involvement by agencies, broader set of UN agencies, you know, the World Health Organization, UN Development Program, Office of the High Commissioner on Human Rights, um, other UN aides, all prepared reports and uh, had involvement in the policy uh, discussion. Now, um, uh, you know, the people calling most of the shots in the uh, member states on the commission um, were, you know, they, they decided they wanted to get a draft uh, which would be, represent the final statement on, before the young gas. It was finalized and mostly behind closed doors um, at the um, Commission on Narcotic Drugs annual meeting uh, the month before. And it was nearly done before it got there. It was not as open a Forum for uh, policy engagement as the three countries that have pushed for the young gas, which are Mexico, uh, Colombia, and Guatemala, uh, had hoped for. Um, there was some good language. Uh, they didn't use the word harm reduction, but talked about public health programs, talked about human rights and the sustainable development goals. So uh, incremental, um, not all bad, and uh, some good. Now, what's happening now is uh, in next year, there will be a uh, high-level um, ministerial segment to the uh, CND meeting. CND big annual meeting is every year, every March in Vienna, uh, and um, uh, usually a week long. Uh, this one will be uh, a week and a half long. Uh, originally, it might have been in Angas. Um, there was debate, there was some pushback over the call by the countries to hold it on gas just three years before, you know, saying uh, they were going to have an on gas to prepare for an on gas. Um, so what's happening now is uh, uh, a number of the countries that signed the on gas resolution, as everyone did, um, but um, didn't really like some of the things they signed on to are are pushing to have uh, uh, a prior declaration issued in 2009 uh, be the um, guiding principles. 
and so and I, I was at a uh, uh, I, I got to attend a uh, um, meeting a briefing by the uh, UNODC UN Office on Drugs and Crime and the chair of the, the CND uh, in New York uh, a couple of months ago and uh, representatives of those governments um, some of the hardline Asian countries um, were uh, eager to uh, speak up so um, it's going to be a fight just to keep the limited um, uh, language that we've already gotten on the other hand uh, the um, Human Rights Council and the Office of the High Commissioner of Human Rights are uh, are doing a report you know, in, in preparation for this so uh, the uh, good guys are also uh, at work and trying to keep moving things into a uh, toward greater diversity in terms of the issues getting represented in the discussion and a greater emphasis uh, on human rights. So um, think about how slowly things move in Congress. Uh, then, uh, then you think about how there are 193 governments, um, all of them answerable most of them answerable to their uh, congresses um, and the very different situations in their countries and different laws all having to come to an agreement and uh, it makes sense that things would move slowly. Um, we did not get uh, on the treaties that we hoped. Maybe we had a little bit of one though. There were a number of countries speaking up about the need to reform them, which uh, it was just a few, but that's more than zero. As we've had before uh, so um, uh, yeah, it's a long and slow and big project. In March of last year you also organized a side event at the United Nations in Vienna on extrajudicial killings in the Philippines drug war and your organization StopTheDrugWar.org has been openly opposed to the atrocities of the Duterte administration which of course President uh, Trump has uh, praised uh, what can you tell us about that? Uh, and we, we actually did another one uh, this year at the CND with a uh, high-profile opposition senator from the Philippines, Antonio Trillanes. Uh He was um, indicted for sedition the night before our event, um, uh, probably not related to our event. It's been in the works, but it was interesting timing. Last year, the vice president of the Philippines sent us a video but she took a strong stand against the killings and uh, uh, the president's allies uh, were able to use that against her um, claims falsely that it was tied to some other events of that week uh, and as part of a campaign by the vice president to destabilize uh, the government it was a weeks long uh, political uh, crisis, um, and uh, which of course was not what we intended, um, but was one way to get noticed, at least in the, uh, the Philippines. Um, so since that time, um, um, there are people who have continued to speak out. The vice president uh, somewhat, so she did change her strategy, and uh, I'd say it's a dangerous time there, both. Um, for if you're poor you can be a target of these killings uh, or politically um, they're trying to oust uh, the, the uh, Chief Justice of the Supreme Court was a critic of the President and other people um, uh, on the other hand uh, 
but foreign forces are moving as well, and the ICC has launched a preliminary investigation into the drug war killings. Uh, so um, it's been an interesting time. Our event this year, uh, there were uh, Filipinos living in Vienna, some of them working at the UN who showed up at the event, some of them pro-Duterte, uh, a few of them uh, on our side. Um, we caught the attention of the pro-Duterte bloggers. There were some big news stories uh, about the event, uh, one of them with a, a fake statement uh, purportedly uh, that we issued, though so nothing really offensive in the statement. Uh, so it's been uh, pretty interesting. My guest is David Borden from StopTheDrugWar.org. We're going to take another quick pause, hear a word from our advertisers, come back for our final questions. Don't go anywhere. Time to roll out for the people that let us have present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. The smoke is rising, and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network, founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. Industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. Network, CannabisRadio.com. Strainwise Consulting is the most sought-after consulting company for cannabis business applications and management contracts. We consulted on the first recreational license in the world and have had an over 95% success rate on applications submitted. The industry is growing at such an exponential rate that building a powerful and lasting cannabis business is a number one priority. Here's Strainwise's Sean Eubanks. In our first five years, we branded and supported nine medical and recreational marijuana dispensaries and a Approximately 160,000 square feet of sophisticated and efficient product cultivation. Strainwise Consulting has the experience and expertise to guide you through the process. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. And we're back with David Borden. David, what can the average person do that might feel passionately about these issues to support your great work? Uh, and how can people follow your work? Well, uh, we publish uh, in the next newsletter, uh, Drug War Chronicle. Um, uh, people can sign up on our website. Uh, one of the things we do with it is highlight the work of uh, other organizations in the issue, some of which uh, are state or local or have chapters or to work directly with activists. Um, and so um, going to our website and uh, reading the newsletter, signing up, and then checking out the groups we link to is uh, is one way uh, to do that. Uh, now, uh, you know, people have a interest in the particular issues that were uh, playing a role in spearheading you know, the international in particular 
the uh, death penalty were um, uh, going to be um, uh, getting an effort launched on that, um, combining the international and uh, the domestic aspects of that. Uh, uh, they uh, you know, should email us and uh, let us know where they live, uh, anything, you know, and, you know, local involvements, organizations, connections they have, or skills, how they might like to get involved. A contact form on the website uh, sends email straight to me. So um, that's, uh, you know, that's one way to start. But, you know, and any of the other groups out there that people have heard of, uh, um, checking those out too. Well, David Borden from DRCNet found at StopTheDrugWar.org. I've just admired your work for many years. Thank you so much for being on Cannabis Radio. Hempy trails to you. Uh, my pleasure. Take care. And we get to a feature of Hemp Present on CannabisRadio.com every week, and that's the quote of the week, and here it is. A war that has been fought more than 40 years has not been won. When you do something for 40 years and it doesn't work, you need to change it. That's Juan Manuel Santos, president of Colombia, in a 2016 interview. That concludes this installment of Hemp Present on Cannabis Radio. I want to thank Brasco, my man in the control room, all the Cannabis Radio sponsors and advertisers. Join me next week for some more reaper repartee and cannabis confabulation with some special hemp sapien on a journey to justice as we silence the violence and increase the peace and promote unity in the cannabis community with impunity because when it comes to prohibition you've got the right not to remain silent activism requires a voice so find yours and speak up for justice because resistance is fertile until then my friends stay strong stand tall and toke it easy and don't forget to email me at hemppresent at gmail.com the hemppresent theme song take back the plants performed by sticker bush and sung by a much younger version of myself turn up the music maestro because i'm out marijuana The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.